0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the NEOM Show. My name is Thomas Dam. I'm at Beyond Tellerend in Düsseldorf and my guest today is Dina Ahmed Amin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Dina Ahmed Amin is a Cairo-based product designer. About a year ago, she started a project called Think of Friday on Instagram, uh, where she picks random objects, disassemble them, examine what's inside and makes a stop motion. Animation film with it. Um, since starting Think of Friday, she's been asked to do stop motion sh- um, shorts for companies around the world. And I'm very happy to welcome Dina I Amin mean, to the Neil Marais show. So Thank welcome. you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit um, why you write your first name with a lowercase <laughs> d? And um, are you such a precise about it as Mark Thiele from Beyond Tellerrand?
1: Yeah. yeah, I um. <laughs> Uh, I really hate the capital D. I really hate it to the point that I don't care about grammar. (laughs) Okay. I hate the way it looks, and when I look uh, at my name written in a capital D, Mm. I start imagining them as characters, and I see the capital D is a very mean character that just bullies all the little ones written next to it. So since I like I was a child and had this image and ever since then I just hated the capital D and I always write my name with a small d Ah. and everyone thinks it's a typo so they always change it because they think oh my god it's written wrong and I even had it once on my business card and people would go like you know you wrote your business card wrong this is a really big typo I'm like no no it's intentional. But
0: do you have that um, since like uh, when you were a child or?
1: Yeah, yeah, like not really a child, like maybe in um, in secondary school, like, yeah, I didn't like it. And then I didn't really put it to, together till I was in design school. I'm like, oh, you know what? And this is like, I would do it without thinking. And mm. then I noticed that I've been doing it so frequently. And then I, I realized why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, but
0: there wasn't a really bad experience with mm. it that mm. you may decide it was in your imagination that mm. you found that the D, the capital D was mm. like looking down on all the others. No. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> just me like imagining things, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> having an impact on me. Okay.
0: Um, can you tell a little bit about mm. Think of Friday, where you, where you started on Instagram yeah. and what it is and why you started mm. the project?
1: Yeah so this was completely an unintentional project It sort of unfolded as i started it so um i was quitting my last job like two years ago and then i would uh, back then i would i would just accept any job i had like i would explore and see and say like oh maybe i'll try this and then one day i'll discover what i really want to do and i started product design mm-hmm. and i i did love product design a lot but i also hated that a lot of the things that we design end up being thrown away so I used to uh, collect all these old broken products, you know, all these like products you shove at the end of the drawer and mm-hmm. you say like, oh, I'm not going to throw them, but they're just there. And uh, one day I decided that I actually want to do something that I like. And then I thought maybe I, I actually like taking products apart and disassembling mm-hmm. them and see how it all comes together. And I thought I would, Document this on Instagram. I didn't really use Instagram personally, or mm-hmm. like even like look at any of the newsfeed or anything. So I thought I would try that, but I I really wanted to take photos of all the pieces and maybe write about what I find about the products, uh, how they are made, what's inside them, uh, what broke down and Mm -hmm. how can we fix it. And I thought maybe this will turn into me redesigning one of the products. So I really had no uh, expectations or I didn't even imagine that I would start doing Mm -hmm. stop motion so i started doing that and at first i would just put uh, still images of uh, the product and then another still image of all the pieces inside and i would talk about the products and what i found out and then one day um, and i would do this consistently so i chose a friday and i was like i'm gonna do this like every friday and see what this develops into and then one friday i pick up a shaver and then i disassemble it and i'm like oh my god this is so cool how it's all put together it's it's really like a puzzle and then you like have to put it in a specific order and all this so i thought just a still image is not really Mm -hmm. doesn't really show how amazing this is so um, i remember this thing called stop motion and i i know like the idea of it so i thought i'd try it So I took like so many photos and made a video. It was too long. (laughs) And then I discovered that, oh, there's this thing called frame rate. I didn't even have any Mm -hmm. idea what this was. And I managed to fix the video and I put it there. I was like, oh, this stop motion thing is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I want to learn more about it. And then week after week, I would learn more about stop motion and I would, not just uh, rearrange the the parts or like uh, make it assemble and disassemble on its own, but I would actually see faces in the parts, yeah. and then week later I'd start making a character. Then a ca- character like had more persona. Then there was a story. Then the week mm-hmm. later, characters got more complicated. Then they were like not just 2D. I would make them stand up. Then I would make them fly. Then so. Week after week, I would learn more about stop motion. Mm-hmm. I'd do like l- tons of mistakes. Then the week later, I do even more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Then I'd learn from that, right. and then I've been doing this for like two years now. Yeah,
0: when was this idea that you can make and like a figure with the parts that were, were inside of the, the objects?
1: It just de- developed, like it unfolded. So. You, you can really see it like if you go through my gallery on okay. Instagram you'd really see how it literally develops okay. so I would just like see like oh one part is like this is like the eye so mm-hmm. I would just arrange it together and just like make it move its hand or something and then the next week I would make it stand and then the next week it would just Mm -hmm. walk and then the next week it had a character and it actually tell a story so it
0: so the the parts of the product Mm -hmm. they um, triggered your uh, imagination yeah
1: yeah so I would lay off this is how uh, I would do it I would Mm -hmm. uh, choose a random object uh, and then I have like a big a box with all these products so I would pick one and then I would take it apart first I would like um, what is it called? Like make an educated guess of how it right. works. Yeah yeah, 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 Because some some yeah.
0: objects are like really mm. infographic, like a three D infographic. Like for example, the blower.
1: Yeah, yeah like the blower. Uh, I didn't really know how it works, so mm-hmm. I make like uh, assumptions. Okay, it's it's like a fun game I play. I make assumptions of how what's what could be inside and how it would work, and then I would open it. And I'm like, huh, okay. I didn't really know that this was inside mm-hmm. or sometimes I'm I'm right sometimes I'm not right at all <laughs> and then I'd, uh, I'd see all the parts then uh, I'd go online and learn more about it how it's produced mm-hmm. how it actually works like the electronic parts and the idea of it um, and then maybe try to figure out what was wrong and that, that people that led to to it being thrown away and then try to fix it or something. And then I would lay all the pieces in Mm -hmm. front of me and just like stare at them for like... Hours till I imagine something that makes me laugh. So I can like rearrange them or like look at them differently. And start uh, imagining my character from the pieces. Or oh this could be a car and then my character could do this. Or like and I start actually imagining it coming to life. Yeah. And then I have to put it all back together and then start shooting. (laughs) Ah really? Because that was was
0: one of my Mm -hmm. questions that... Mm. I thought maybe you like pick a Mm. pick a product Mm. and you just start
1: no and then
0: you for uh, record the process and um. while recording it you just adapt it. but you no, really
1: some i do like some products that i can't take apart like mm-hmm. the mobile pouch because it's yeah. all sewn and it's very hard to sew it again yeah. so this one i did it like while shooting yes. so i had no idea what was really inside like yeah. i can guess all the inside could be like a cardboard but uh, but i didn't really know what what it looked like, mm-hmm. or what can come out of it. So this one, I did it like, uh, okay, okay, this is the first part, yeah. then now, the next day, I think, okay, so what can this transform into? <laughs> then I then I yeah. did the rest of the video. Ah,
0: so that's interesting that you mm. first um, took it up, take it apart, and, mm. then, and then put it, p- back, put together. it back together. So it's really like a puzzle. <laughs> ah, so, but you can also re- reverse it. Yeah so you can also just take it apart and, yeah, and then, and ah, then okay ah okay and um, um how do you choose the objects that you or the products that you dismantle
1: it depends uh, every week like um sometimes i'm like oh i i don't know what's inside this product maybe i'll mm-hmm. i'll choose it this week Uh, Maybe some products I have a personal connection to somehow Mm -hmm. like the doll Mm hat, a doll hat. So the doll hat, I really left it like uh, at the very end because I really wanted to do something good. So it's like, oh, no, not this week, like later, later, later. Yeah, so it was, it was on your waiting speci- list already. yeah because it's, it was special to me because yeah. this is like the first memory of me to take something apart it was of a doll and okay. I would always pull their eyeballs out because yeah. I really wanted to know how in the dolls the eyes close and open yeah. as a kid so I have like this special memory in my head so I wanted to like to yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. Like not now oh, maybe wow. next week
0: how and do you have some other um, objects that are really like close to your heart that you that that are waiting to be like deconstructed or mm.
1: there are ones that I am still keeping on the wait list, but because I'm like huh, maybe there are ones that are challenging. Like I have a light bulb mm-hmm. there, and I'm like, huh, because I because it's because of a movie I. Uh, I watched a documentary called A Conspiracy The Conspiracy of a, of a Lightbulb or something like that. I can't remember mm-hmm. the exact name. And they were speaking about how the light bulbs were actually designed to not last. Mm-hmm. And I have so many light bulbs and i'm like huh yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah, what you can do with it yeah so Ah. challenging because
0: you have the glass and the things inside yeah and and how
1: to open it perfectly and what can i and it's like so minimal like there's only very few objects but you can like i i've learned this throughout my process that there is always an idea somewhere yeah, so it was a challenge to just pick something random and try to come up an idea in just one week, and yeah. I was really consistent with it. It was a big challenge, but I'm really glad I did. But I did it because uh, it was a really good like exercise to train your brain to yeah. think and be imaginative uh, every single time.
0: Yeah. Have you developed some skills that you know? quicker ah, I can do this and this and this because of you it's it looks like another product that you have seen mm. before or
1: uh, no I think the the most thing I learned is that I trust my my like uh, ideas yeah, yeah and my imagination and I think this is what stopped it before like you always uh, have doubts Mm or maybe uh, people won't like maybe people will not see what I see Mm -hmm. maybe oh they will not really get it maybe Mm -hmm. this maybe I it's only me who likes it Mm -hmm. maybe and I had all these like doubts before but because I started this doing it for myself I'm like I didn't yeah. really imagine that people will watch it or like uh, anyone yeah. actually will watch it. So I only wanted to do what I see. I just wanted to see if uh, I can really bring what I see in my head into the real world mm-hmm. and this was amusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned out to be amusing for other people too. Yeah, so yeah. this is good. Yeah.
0: They're really funny and um, mm. you use uh, stop motion yes. as a as a medium yeah. and um, I saw on your Instagram, or maybe it was on your Patreon page, mm. that it was that you mm. also developed in the products that you use and mm. all the things that you use. And how yeah. how do you, like, do you now have it more in your fingers, like the technique and mm. and, and yeah. like lighting and and what oh. you also do is like you bring in the music. Mm. How do you
1: yeah.
0: put in all these layers? Like, yeah, what you I, what have you learned from?
1: Yeah, it was a lot a lot to learn. So I made it a habit that uh, every week I would learn something new. Whether it's in the lighting, it's uh, like how to set up for mm-hmm. stop motion. Because every week I would do a mistake, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like maybe even more than one. And then the next week, I'll I'll like even that week I'll search how to avoid it yeah. or what is done. And then next week I will learn something new and and so on. So I di- I when I started I didn't really plan to start it. I just wanted to try mm-hmm. it out. So. And I, even until this day, I do not actually have a camera. <laughs>
0: ah, you do everything by your phone, with your yeah.
1: phone. Uh, I I did with my phone. I do like small ones with yeah. my phone. But because now it takes me like a month and a half to finish just one video. So I have really good friends who lend me their cameras. Ah, okay. <laughs> really, really good friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I didn't like have the tools or anything. So I started with my phone with yeah. just not even as there are stop motion applications yeah. but i didn't even use that i would yeah. just take photos without seeing like right. the, the sequences or anything and i would just put them all together on a, like a, an app that makes slideshows <laughs> and then i discovered then was like oh how do is there a stop motion app and then i yeah, search yeah. and there's oh there's one and then i search for something else and and so on yeah So even a tripod, I used to make my own tripods out of like uh, tapes and like Mm -hmm. um, boxes and all sorts of things, PVC pipes and all this. I wasn't really worried about like getting equipment. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, I was like on this creative train. I was like, I want to do things. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't want to waste time. So I just grab whatever yeah. is in front of me was, and I w- would make it uh, work. Yeah, it was know? really
0: because you were so inspired that you yeah. were just, you wanted yeah, to just put start, it out. I didn't want to stop, you know. I right. just want
1: to make things, yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm. You are now also mm. on Patreon. Yeah. And how? Uh, why did you choose for pageant? And what? What did it brought you?
1: Okay, I I heard uh, not just heard like I I've been seeing. Uh, like uh, artists and creators use Patreon on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I knew the idea of it and some of my followers, they sent me their like, uh, cause I've been doing this for a long time and I I was doing it full, sort of full time, Mm -hmm. uh, freelancing a bit on the side, but um, I didn't have like really any source of, uh, not even studying, like any source Mm -hmm. of income and I needed like a a way. Um, and my followers suggested it to me they're like oh there's this cool platform and mm-hmm. then people maybe can support you there and at that time i started uh, also receiving commission work for like doing commercials but i don't really like doing <laughs> commercials especially when i'm talking about consumerism mm-hmm. and things like that yeah. and like uh, throwing away things and things products that we don't really need so some companies like there are really good companies that I am proud to be working with Mm -hmm. or like doing something for for them Mm -hmm. but there are ones that I really, <laughs> I really don't want to work, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. but you have to pay the bills. So at that uh, time, I was getting this uh, struggle of, oh, do I sell my values mm-hmm. or <laughs> yeah. and really like just go and do it like yeah. everyone does it, or is there like another possible way? so i thought okay i'll just give this patreon thing a try i really did not expect and i'm not really doing big on patreon Mm -hmm. but for for like an egyptian it's it it's like an extra income and it helps Mm -hmm. so i thought i'll just like try it so at least i am like going in the other direction so that i don't only depend on like yeah work like not just i like doing commissions too but for companies that i trust Mm. and i actually use their products so if i don't use your product why i i don't want to support it yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, okay
0: so so you're also also critical about the the um how you how we use products and how we yeah. throw them away and, yeah. and that's also something you want to address mm. with with your um, animations
1: yes okay yeah.
0: and what's inspired by that
1: uh, it's because i really loved product design as a designer mm-hmm. but i hated all the things that we throw away and mm-hmm. you f- when you're from a country like mine like egypt most mm-hmm. of the products you get are really low quality products that don't actually work at mm-hmm. all and you throw them away after a week or two so there is like this whole per new perspective of product design in a country like like mm-hmm. mine because m- mostly we don't produce our own products and we rely on imports mm-hmm. and because uh, of the economic situation of the country we we mostly receive uh, or like these products are very attractive because they have lower, very low prices Mm -hmm. and they fit the market. Right. So um, people consume, consume, although it won't it won't work. They know it only will last them like two weeks, three weeks, but this is the only thing that they can afford. So they keep buying, 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 and they actually paying more than they really invested in a good product or something. So there's like this whole other side of the real side of Mm -hmm. product design that I saw and I wanted to really look into more into that and maybe I wasn't starting it to actually educate people or anything. It was just my own curiosity to see why do people throw away things or mm-hmm. why are these things broken? Mm-hmm. Why are they still there? Like, for example, the hair dryers, these are seriously made in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And my mom had one there. every Everyone's mom in Egypt had one. And it's still there. It still exists on in in Egypt on the ground it's in the trash and it will not go anywhere it will still be there and we're just compiling piles and piles of mm. of garbage and do we even need it <laughs> to begin yeah. with or not
0: yeah, yeah. oh yeah. um and you are you are in Egypt and you are yeah. in Cairo and can you tell yeah. a little bit about the creative scene there
1: yeah uh the creative scene it's growing mm-hmm. it wasn't there like 10 years ago yeah. it was um more art based like uh, people didn't really know what is design or understand what mm-hmm. is design but now it- slightly there are more designers there are started to be design schools so people are getting to know more the difference between oh this is called furniture design this is interior design and Mm -hmm. there are two different things maybe a bit so it's always like a a struggle to when people ask me oh what did well what do you do or what Mm -hmm. do you study and i'm like oh i study industrial design and they're like what what is is that because we don't have that um so there's a bit more of awareness mm-hmm. of like um, of this kind of uh, field because mm-hmm. in Egypt we still have this thing where the focus is on like um, uh, engineering and science, and these are like the top fields and right. then arts is like just a hobby so. Yeah. So we had this for a very long time, but now it's slightly changing and you can see many emerging artists and illustrators Mm -hmm. and animators a bit. But it's always hard to uh, do your own work and not like work in an AG. Do do only commercial work. So it's it's hard to like um, actually see more individual Mm -hmm. like individualistic work. And you see actually um, like something that portrays the um, the, what is it called? the character of, and the culture of yeah. the people because they're, they're mostly doing commercial work.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. is it also, do you think that because of platforms as Instagram uh, that, that triggers the creativity in Egypt or?
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely, okay. because when, if one starts, then other people see. Oh, I maybe I can do this right. as well, and then they do it. Then someone else see. They're like, Oh, maybe I can also show yeah. my work as well, yeah. and then you see. Oh, this there are, we actually have incredible people in Egypt with so so they're so talented, mm-hmm. but we don't get to see it like uh, offline. Mm-hmm. So so when this starts then there w- could be like an offline way to actually go and see yeah. the, this work or something we don't have much we don't actually have any design talks in egypt no one started yet like doing a design conference mm-hmm. or a design week or something there was last year uh, there was design week in dubai and then there was a section of uh, cairo now it was like uh, highlighting designers in, mm-hmm. in cairo but we still don't have any design events or talks right. or anything like this in Egypt. Do
0: you think there's a need for that? Of course. Yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We have like online communities. Yeah. But it still, it revolves around which is which is also important. It still revolves around like uh, how, how should designers work, like how. Uh, how would you charge your work and things like that mm-hmm. but it's done also on like a really small scale and we really need to educate designers on okay this is how you actually should charge yeah. your work and we need to speak about this because if you try to search for this information on the web it's all like in other parts of yeah. uh, of the planet and it yeah. doesn't apply to us right. so how is it actually in Cairo or in, and another thing that everything in egypt revolves around cairo right so all other places we have no idea and it's really hard to spread it out because everything revolves around cairo although other places have completely different cultures and it would be so interesting to Mm -hmm. see what can come out from there Mm -hmm. but sadly this is how it is the capital city yeah yeah sure that's always right
0: um However, oh, that's really interesting to mm. see how that can develop in the coming years yeah. or maybe months, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, would do. you like to organize one yourself? or?
1: I was thinking, I think, yeah, we really need it and uh, mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool to get the community offline together and actually start addressing yeah. all the problems that we face, maybe like encourage more uh, people to put out their work mm-hmm. and actually s- see that we have so many talented uh, artists and designer in egypt so Mm -hmm. it would be really good to to like start being part of that community right like having a community
0: yeah i I suggest just start
1: (laughs) just do it yeah
0: And there are a lot of like Mm -hmm. people who can help Mm -hmm. you so that's i think that's really easy so Mm -hmm. and um what um what are you, uh, So this is, could be a plan for the future, mm-hmm. and on what are you working at the mm-hmm. moment?
1: At the moment, I'm uh, learning more still about stop motion. Uh, I, w- I just did uh, another, like I just finished my last stop motion mm-hmm. video, which took me like a month mm-hmm. and a half. But next I want to take a break of it from stop motion and uh, explore something else. I really like mechanical toys, Mm -hmm. so I want to dive more into that and uh, experiment some more with it. Yeah, so maybe create like uh, another uh, automata or something. Cool,
0: looking forward to that. So at the end of every interview, I ask uh, my guests um, for a single recommendation in five categories. It's called Neon 5 okay. and um, let's start with the book.
1: Okay, the book, I really like Alice in Wonderland because <laughs> I've, I've like only seen the cartoon and then I saw, of course, the movie. Mm-hmm. And then recently I started listening to the book and I just love Alice in Wonderland. Ah, okay. I love it. Okay. It's so imaginative. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, food?
1: Um, food. I will pick something Egyptian. <laughs> I love. Uh, I love. My favorite is wara uh, know It's uh, stuffed vine leaves you mm. can find it also in like uh, Lebanon and uh, Greece even mm-hmm. they do it but they have different, different versions yes. of it and even Iranians do it but they wrap it differently um. it's a dish that takes a very long time to make mm-hmm. and I've noticed that I love things that take a very long time <laughs> to make <laughs> and it takes like 5 minutes just to eat it just like stop motion yeah. just a couple of seconds but it takes like a yeah. very long time to make yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. so
0: many so many layers of yeah. uh, handling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, movie or television? Uh,
1: movies are like. Um, I like Black Mirror. Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Black Mirror is good, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, person?
1: Person? Yeah. Oh, um, so many. Mm, 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 I think my favorite would be also hard to pick i like uh uh, i think i'm gonna say her her name and like uh, her name pronounced it wrong i don't know how it's pronounced but her name is simone gritz uh Mm, she's a maker she makes the she's the queen of shitty robots and i love her she's so funny and she's so creative and i love the things she makes yeah yeah
0: is she an inspire inspiration for you
1: yeah, she is. She is. Because she, she's also... Um, she's She was a designer, but she mm. was interested in uh, uh, robots and robotics, yeah. but she really didn't know how to do that. She, and she just... Started doing it, and she yeah. taught herself how to do it. And she would come up with these crazy ideas mm-hmm. for robots, and she just continued it. Yeah. She, she's really funny. Yeah, I enjoy yeah, yeah. watching. Yeah, her. yeah, it's really yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, every yeah. time you see a video oh, for yes, you, you, you have to laugh. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. she's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, miscellaneous, something from your life you would recommend.
1: Hmm, miscellaneous. Hmm. What do you mean? It can be anything. anything? The
0: first thing that pops up in your mind.
1: Hmm. I have no idea. (laughs) My mind is like blank now. Hmm. I have no idea. Okay. That's also also fine. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe try like because a few years ago I, I always thought i wasn't a sporty person mm-hmm. until two years ago i was a bit like uh, uh, bored or like i i felt like very weak and i thought oh, i tried the mm-hmm. sports thing and then i got addicted to it and i'm like oh my god i'm strong now so okay. maybe like people can what, try that what
0: kind of sports do you do
1: i do very random crazy things so i started with CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. And I got addicted to it. I never imagined that I would do something like that. Okay. And then uh, I also like aerial arts. So I started the po- uh, Pole Fitness, which is like, oh my god, <laughs> so, so random. And then uh, I, st- I tried also uh, something called Silks. Mm. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's like, um, it's all like circus stuff. <laughs> okay. cool. So you have like these two sills coming from the yeah. ceiling and then you can like uh, climb and then like invert and you have like your head down and you're like, okay. it's like you're flying in the wow. air. So, Sounds like, great. Yeah, so we, like I would recommend people to like try something that they never expected that they love and then... Yeah, see if they actually do or not. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, great. Mm. And um, where can people follow you?
1: Uh, they can follow me on Instagram. I post mostly there mm-hmm. uh, or YouTube. I also like I post longer tutorials of like sharing how I make things mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. This is mostly where I, I really don't do Twitter. <laughs> I don't even understand how it works. Right. Yeah. And you are a Patreon, <laughs> yeah, and on Patreon, so they can support me there. Right. And there I post like uh, secret uh, things or plans of what I'm going mm-hmm. to do next. So, um, like it's like a small secret Tinkerland. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's nice, Tinkerland. Yeah.
0: Uh, and um, um, do you have upcoming speaker gigs?
1: Uh, maybe still not confirmed. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: No. But I
1: have one next week. I'm going to Typo uh, oh, yeah. Typo Talks, so yeah. I'll be speaking on the 17th. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's in Berlin, right? Yes, in okay. Berlin. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Maybe yes. we meet there again. Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Hi, it's Thomas. I want to thank Mark Thiele for inviting me to Beyond Tellerrand in Dusseldorf. Next Beyond Telerand takes place in Berlin on 5 till 7 November 2018. Next to that, Neon Marais has a weekly newsletter called Neon Monday with the latest design conference news and updates on our digital world. You can sign up for the Neon Monday at neonmarais.com slash subscribe. You can also follow the Neon Marais show on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Neon Marais. And if you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. It really helps others to find out about the show. Thanks for listening.